0: Welcome to the IGN UK podcast, this is podcast number 82, and I am Alex, I am joined by Chris Tilly. Hello. Uh, Tom Butler. Hello. And of course, Stuart Reed. Hello. Hi guys. Um, this is back to normality for us, because obviously last week it was Kapow, and uh, we did a very special live uh, cast direct from the show.
1: Which would have been podcast number 82. You're right.
0: But, we had kind of technical gnomes that threw spanners into the works, and I don't know, it got lost. Yeah, got lost. Stu, you're our technical genius. I, can't, I, I wasn't
2: there. I can't be blamed. I'm not blaming you. I was just, just asking just for saying, an explanation. Um, it, dis- it seems to have got a bit mangled. Yeah. Uh, it was recorded on a really swanky, very expensive, high-end uh, MacBook Pro. Uh, we normally record on a scabby o cheap PC, and that yeah. always works. And we recorded it on this kind of 1,500-quid MacBook Pro, and it's just completely garbled all the audio.
3: I so, can tell you what happened. Well, it was the woman in black. Was it that bitch who screwed up my interview with James Watkins, who dressed all black? There was and, some weird stuff going on, and she on. screwed up my interview with James Wan and Lee Unnel, who made Insidious at Capel. She probably screwed up our bloody podcast podcasts. as well.
0: Bitch. Like, spooky goings on. So, yeah, if you're wondering whatever happened to our uh, Kapow cast, um well, that's it. It's
2: dead. If you but- were there at Kapow, though, you've witnessed something that will never be repeated. Absolutely. Yeah. Something
3: legendary. I wonder if there'll be bootlegs of it going round in 20 years' <laughs> time. <laughs> but you're right. I, I,
2: I reckon someone might have videoed it. There I were
4: guess. people filming
0: it. Yeah. So, yeah, anyone, if, if anyone out there, if you filmed it and you've yeah. got a decent audio track, then
2: send it in. You never know, we might be able to do something with it. What we should do next time we do something like that is to get people in just to film it and send all the bits in and then build the film up like like the the Beastie Beastie Boys Boys did. did, Yeah.
3: yeah. And. I'm, I hate to say this but it was the best podcast we've ever done yeah. that's not what he said on the day <laughs> no it was a piece of crap it was a piece of crap there was it, a lot of dead well, air
1: it, we felt like it was probably one of, not one of the best ones so. but if you were there it seemed like everyone seemed to enjoy well, I, it I so. think it,
0: well, it worked well for a live audience I'm yep. not sure how well it would have worked if you worked want, for if you want to employ
3: a Keith chegwin like roving reporter <laughs> don't don't, can, don't yeah. employ Tom mm. No. Why? it takes him ages to realise he needs to be in the audience to speak to them and then he gives it the microphone for one but then he keeps it to himself for the rest oh, of the oh, audience I yeah. see you yeah. volunteering
2: yeah. to do it Chris He's a mic hog.
3: I Mike Hogg. did in the end. I went
2: up and spoke to someone. <laughs> um, hey, you two, take it outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but hey, I just, Tom. I do need to shout something out. So we did a uh, uh, quiz on stage and we yeah. got three people up. So thank you so much for coming down and making your signs. Fortunately, I've lost the winner's details <laughs> and I need to send you a load of prizes. Oh, so man. I know you listen to the podcast. <laughs> so if you can get in touch. You've also got my business card. So just drop me an email there or get in touch and let me know so I can get the rest of your stuff out. But wow. somehow I've managed to lose all your details. Good so work, Tom. So Good work. Yeah, I'll know who you are when you get in touch so don't everyone try and send in it was me because okay. I know who it was alright <laughs> but there you go uh, I
0: have a quick shout out as well to uh, a guy called also called Alex who uh, came up to me in uh, Byron Burger dressed as Ken and his missus I guess it was, was his, his missus was just dressed as chun and they wanted a photo so I, I said I'd give them a shout out on the podcast so
1: hello guys and thanks for listening Alex did you say his name, Alex? Yeah, yeah, he dropped an email in as well, so he was just saying thanks, say thanks to putting my picture with Martin and Dan up on the site. Aww. It was a fantastic event, and you guys did a great job. Don't be too harsh on Dan. He's got a good heart. Mm, he has got um, a good heart, but
2: we'll, the rest
0: of
1: him is sour.
2: It is sour. We'll talk more about Kapow uh, a bit later on. We yeah? will,
1: yes. Sorry,
0: that's me right along. So let's start off the, uh, this week's news. And, um, uh, well, the first details on FIFA have come out. And by details, I mean one kind of screenshot that makes it look like every other football game in the world. And a single quote from Dave Rutter, who is the producer of the game, saying, it's a revolutionary year for FIFA, especially in the gameplay department.
4: Mm. That's
0: it. Right. But yet, people are getting excited.
2: Any, spe- any care to speculate any further, Alex?
0: Well, I, I think, you know, uh, if you're looking at the gameplay department for FIFA, I think this year is probably going to be revolutionary.
2: Good to know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think what would have been revolutionary
1: is if he'd come out and say, gameplay is going to be pretty much exactly the same as last yeah. year.
3: Just yeah. going to be a bit shinier. Might, do you think he means literally revolutionary in that maybe the pitch will be going round in a circle? Yeah, maybe. revolving. Yeah. See, we could read a lot into this. 3D, play. 3D circular pitch. Mm, Hello. Oh yeah, they're changing the rules of football. I Hello.
0: like it. Yeah, well, that's because the, uh, the rules rules football
1: plays on a round pitch, isn't it? Maybe it's and f- they're going to be revolutionary
3: rules. rules, like no offside and no. Shea Guevara's playing. Yeah, no. unlock Shea Guevara. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But the screenshot,
0: it really does look like every other football game we've ever seen. I don't even think it's a screenshot. It
1: looks like something they've drawn up and rendered. <laughs> yeah. well, there, there's a
0: few more creases on the shirt. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be on the back on the box. More yeah. creases.
1: So that's it. The hype machine begins here. A great Anyone, use
2: of those polygons. you excited?
1: No. Well, it's FIFA 12, isn't it? It's going to be a big game. It's going to be a huge game. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I can't believe it's going to be
0: revolutionary. No, it's going to be evolutionary.
2: Alright, um guy poked his head around the door earlier on because he heard somebody talking about FIFA 12 and he got awfully excited. Yeah. But well, he's got a, he's got something to do for the next 12 months, isn't he? That's very true, that yeah. Thing. Yeah. Did we ever find that copy of FIFA 11 that went missing? Well, they were
0: playing Well, they were playing FIFA yesterday, but All right. Anyway, so uh, next up on uh, the
3: news hit list is some Superman stuff. Yes, the film has a name now. It's called Man of Steel. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Sets it apart from the others, I suppose. And also, you know, very much in the, the vein of Dark Knight. Yep. And uh, they've cast General Zod. He'll be played by Michael Shannon, which got me really excited because I've been catching up on Bulwark Empire in the last couple of weeks, and he's fantastic in that. Which who Who is he in that? He's the police officer that's on, on their tail. Oh, yeah. Who's well, got he's some serious, awesome. He's got some serious, serious issues. issues. And in the if last have, episode I watched, if people are watching in the UK, don't, don't, don't last what week's happens episode... In the last episode. Uh, it's just mind blowing what this guy does. So yeah, he's my general Zod, definitely. It was bad ah, enough in
2: the second to last episode when when he goes in and they they and have again, the, again no spoilers. No, it's not a spoiler okay. to say there's a baptism involved. All right, but uh, are you what are you watching it? No, oh. some of our listeners probably. You aren't. should watch it if you haven't. I don't, watched what, it... Don't it, shout
3: it. no spoilers. We don't do spoilers on this podcast.
4: Just say We have.
0: But
3: done yeah, it in the he's past. fantastic, and if he's he, awesome. I mean, he, he was in Revolutionary Road. He got Oscar nominated for that. Yeah. Which is, you've seen him in that, haven't you, Tom? He plays
2: he plays the the slightly crazy son of the neighbors in that, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, and he was in a movie called Bug, which is really well worth seeking out if if you can. Directed mm. by William Freakin. Mm. set in one room, and it, it's him and a girl, uh, and he's convinced that he's got bugs attacking all over his body, and that's it for ninety minutes with good him, him trying to stop these bugs. Right. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's terrifying. Excellent. And
1: Zod is the character from number the two isn't it Yeah,
3: that Terrence Stamp played mm, so
1: he's another Kryptonite here from Krypton I, I, the, I remember reading somewhere that he's not
0: actually that big a co- um, character in the comics um, apparently again I, I must admit I haven't read that much Superman so there's a statement from Zack
3: Snyder on the character saying this film will hopefully be a bit better than Sucker Punch but he it says, might not he says Zod is not only one of Superman's most formidable enemies but one of the most significant because he has insights into Superman that others don't Right. Mm. Michael is a powerful actor who can project both the intelligence and the malice of the character, making him perfect for the role. I
0: hope he wears the same kind of outfits they wore in Superman 2, that'd be brilliant.
1: I also read some Superman news that Diane Lane had leaked she'd read the script and she'd said that uh it's going to be a uh origin story of sorts. Hmm. So there was sort of speculation whether it was going to be origin or not, yeah. but uh yeah, she she's come out and said yeah, it charts the beginning to the to to the modern times. So.
4: Right.
2: Cool. There you go. That's that's Superman
1: news.
0: Uh, um, Stew.
2: Yeah. Dust off your Super Nintendo cartridges, kids, because there's a new way to play them. Uh, there's a, a company called Hyperkin, and they've uh, they've traditionally made kind of add-ons for games consoles, like you know things like. Uh Cooling fans and extra kind of controllers and bits like that. Well, they've turned their attention to a bit more serious hardware now, and they've uh, they've made uh, uh, what they call the Superboy, which is a handheld console that you can plug your old Snes cartridges into. That's insane. Which I think is a wicked idea. Really? I think that's a wicked idea. How big is it? Well, um, it looks pretty chunky to, be- to,
3: ha- to house a Snes cartridge. Yeah. That's got to be massive. It's it's reasonably big. Yeah. I so, mean, so we've got you know, a picture here. There you go. Um, it's got a three and, so and a half a inch screen. Is probably though. what?
0: Probably about I don't know twelve centimeters across okay. or something. So it's probably about the size of a PSP. But but here's it the good looks thing. Looks really clunky.
2: Not only is it portable, but it's got a video output as well, so you can plug it into your TV just like an old SNES. Oh and here's God. where it gets even better. Oh, I can see you what you're going to say. You can plug Super Nintendo controllers into it, so it's basically a Super Nintendo that you can unplug Actually, and take with so you. So therefore,
0: it's it's got to be bigger than. Um, a PSP because the fact so you've got two control ports on the front, yeah, which you can see there, yep. where you plug your your existing controllers in. I think that's probably one of the most ridiculous ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> where can I get one?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so it's only being released in the US to start
0: well, off with. They at the, haven't at the announced... moment, yeah, they're yes. only, it's
1: only going to be compatible with US games right now. What's I mean, the RRP? It's only a prototype at the moment, yeah, but it is due to release this summer. So um...
3: I've got a bunch of US SNES games though. Have you? Ah, there mm. you go. You can pick that up. Cool. Sure. What Rest you got? Anything good? loads of Mario. Oh.
1: I guess though like a lot of people have um, cracked PSPs A lot of people have crack. cracked? Cracked PS- PSPs so mm. they can play uh, Snares emulators anyway so uh, yeah. I kind of it's probably It's a solution looking for a problem isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah Like, like yeah, those, um,
2: those curly corded hand sets you can get for your mobile phones that make it look like you've got oh, a 1970s phone yeah. What? Now, what's the point? What? I mean it's comedy the first time you ever saw yeah, but one but after that it's, yeah, it's stupid isn't I've it? I've got five of them Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. It looks like, again, from the image, it looks like it takes kind of standard either AA or AAA batteries as well. Mm -hmm. But you get about five and a half hours of battery life.
2: It looks a bit like the old uh, Sega Game Gear.
0: Yeah, it does, yeah. Mm.
2: But, but yeah, I
1: guess let us know if you're interested in the Hyperkin Superboy. Let us know which games you want to play on it yeah. as well. we'll um, also, let us know if you even remember the Super Nintendo, more importantly. yeah. So. But uh, yeah, send us an email at IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com. It sounds yeah. like
4: a bit of fun. It does. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Tom, you've
0: got some more Nintendo news.
1: Yeah, just the, the release date of uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. So probably the most highly anticipated 3DS game, I, I reckon. It's mm-hmm. coming out in the UK. Friday, June seventeenth. That's a UK date. Is yeah. it? That's a UK date. Yeah. So that will be the date that I'll also be buying my three DS then. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. comes out two days later in the states. If you're, uh, what's well, coming out in the out Americas? First. Yeah, but only two days later. So, yeah. Well, we got the hardware so early. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's also loads of other games that have been uh, announced, but if you head over to IG- IGN, you can get all the latest release dates. For I've the uh, been looking
2: at some of the uh, screen comparisons, screenshot comparisons on the site, and uh, it looks pretty awesome, the new version, doesn't yeah. it? Really, they've really tidied it up. It looks a lot less murky than the uh, original game.
0: I must because it's been a long time. Obviously, it is one of my favourite games of all time, but it's been ages since I've been back and played it, so I am looking forward to
1: yeah. going back and reliving the joy.
0: Um, what about
2: Star Fox? Anybody excited about Star Fox?
1: Yeah, um, I, I read that it was a release day, but I couldn't find it when I came around to getting um, this. Um, but I think it's a month after. Was Media that SNES or one? the N64 that was out on? Uh, that was on
0: the... Yeah, it was N64, Lilat Wars. Because
1: mm.
0: yeah. it used the um, FX chip. That's right. Yep. And the SNES was Mode 7, which mm. was the spinny
2: round stuff. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I used to sell them years ago. What, SNESs? Yeah, that's how old I am. We used to sell SNESs, uh, Mega Drives, and the Mega CD. Came oh out God. as well. Right, that was awesome. We sold uh, about two of those. See, I wonder if
0: they'll call it Star Fox in the UK or whether they'll give it its original title of Lilac Wars. Yeah, which is such a
1: shit name. Seems unlikely. Uh, yeah. uh, remember those old Sega adverts? Do me a favour,
0: plug me into a Sega. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I
3: found Star Fox too difficult. I found it very frustrating.
2: Really? Mm. Got a man up, Chris. I'll, th- give, it th- go, launch, yep. I'll so. give
3: it another go. 3ds I'll give it another go. Chris, you're going to get a 3ds? Probably not. No. No. I think I will. I'll, mm. give it, I'll give it a while. I'll give it six months. Right. I'll give it a year and then something better will be on the horizon and I'll wait for that. Yeah. And then give it another year. And you'll end up buying nothing. Yeah.
2: It's the battery life, Cheap. isn't it? That's still the downer for me, the battery life on it the 3 is, days yeah. yeah. Oh, well.
3: Okay, last piece of news for this week uh, and it's back over to movies and. It's a little Chris... bit of fun. Some joker in the state has set up a website dedicated to raising enough money to send M. Night Shyamalan back to film school. <laughs> this is <laughs> quite serious. Funny. Yeah, it's serious. That's fair enough. Uh, as the guy says, um, it's called M. Night School. If we all donate just $1, we can send M. Night back to NYU so he gets the help he so desperately needs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just find it the most bizarre situation that, you know, his first movie is the best he's ever done. It's just gone downhill rapidly yeah, ever since. It literally got steadily mm-hmm. worse. How, how can it be like that? I, I can't I make know. my brain understand I don't know
3: it. if it's in direct proportion to his ego getting larger, his talent getting smaller, because he's famously really got a massive head these days has he well
1: uh, famously when I was at school studying film they say that you have like so many amazing films inside you but you have to get make all the crap ones first it sounds like what he's done he's made his good ones first and now he's making all the shit ones. ones yeah yeah but that's, um, that's yeah, to, if you've only
0: got one good film in you, <laughs> probably you shouldn't have been a kind of director or something. I guess I don't so. Know.
2: I mean, you know, if, if you had one really amazing, world-changing film inside you, that's fair enough. But, yeah. I mean, you know, The Sixth Sense was it was all right, wasn't it? Was it? For it's for really director, you've only ever made
1: one amazing film and then never made a- another film. There must be. Uh,
3: never made another film? Yeah. Mm,
1: that's,
3: what I about the guys who any...
1: made Man Bites Dog? Did they ever
3: do anything
2: else? I don't know. I don't know. What about the people who made Blair Witch? Did they make any more films after Blair Witch? No, I don't think they. I don't think they did. There was talk about resurrecting the the franchise a couple of years yeah. ago with mm. them, but nothing came of that.
0: But like, what have you ever interviewed or met uh, M Night Shyamalan? No, he was one of
3: my real heroes for quite a right. long time, and I kept trying to interview him, and then I couldn't. I couldn't seem to secure an interview with him, and now I right. really couldn't care less. <laughs> I the, really never want to meet. him. And then the uh, girl
0: I'm, in the water came out, and you just thought, That's oh my it. god. I I'm just it. interested whether he actually
3: believes that he's making great films, or whether he's just we covered this um, this uh, press conference he did last year, the year before, in Spain, where he was talking about the fact, someone was saying, you know, why your film's so terrible now. Someone stood up and said that. Wow, <laughs> like, fair and play. They, and he, well, you get that in the European press conferences, you yeah. get stuff like that, where they'll just ask the most outlandish questions. And he was saying, you don't understand, in France they teach Lady in the Water at film school, and in England they teach this film, and everyone in England was like, no. Right. <laughs> no one knows of a film school where they teach his yeah, recent yeah, 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 But um, but yeah, no, this is a real thing because they have said um, if if they raise enough money and M Night refuses to uh, accept the check, then they'll start a scholarship at NYU to, to put someone else through film school. Oh, that's, that's good. good. He's yeah. as a director though. I mean, he's, he he has got a style.
1: Uh, I just think he's just he doesn't know how to write scripts anymore. Or I mean, did he do the script for um Airbender?
3: Oh, that was the first thing he's adapted, yeah. Right. It was the first It was the first thing that wasn't one, an original script by him. So he should just be a
1: gunfire. I mean, he the, obviously yeah. knows his craft.
3: It's just, yeah. He yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm not then sure what he does what was, the,
2: what was the one set in the lift that was out um, uh, earlier Devil. on this year? Yeah, Devil. yeah, but Devil. didn't he write that and somebody else directed it and that got it was, okay I don't reviews. think he
3: wrote it. It was from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan. Brilliant. So he's what? coming up with concepts. Yeah, this Brilliant. is a big thing. It's from oh the my mind God. of M. Night. Wasn't there supposed to be an M. Night? the ego. Yeah, I see what the you mean Chronicles, yeah, yeah.
1: wasn't there supposed to be more of them? But yeah. nothing's been happened since, has that? But
3: yeah, if you watch the, the Last Airbender, he seems to have totally... He has no idea how to direct a film anymore. Action, dialogue, um, drama. It was just... It was so horrible. Really? Yeah. Mm. See, that's a documentary that I would follow. Like like Kerry Katona watching herself have a meltdown on television. Let's do it with M. Night as well. Mm. Well, there's a book that came out about his deal with Disney. Someone was on the inside wrote a book about working alongside him mm. and you can't get it in england i don't think for for legal reasons but it's out in the states and it's supposed to be just shocking how he's the, how he treats people right good stuff good work right uh
0: so moving on yes last weekend was kapow and uh i think we all had a jolly good time it was an amazing but especially yeah. now that we've had time to kind of reflect as well because i think at the time when we did the podcast we were still very much in shell shock because so much was happening so quickly and it was like yeah, it was it was amazing from kind of all the famous people we had on stage to kind of the reception that obviously all the people who listen and read IGN. Just amazing, amazing all round. So we were. I know we attempted to do this on stage for the live podcast. We're going to go back and talk about the best stuff that we saw and experienced from Kapow. So, well, should we start with the best game?
1: Yeah, I think well, I know. We talked about it on stage, and it, we kind of rushed through what we were doing. But there were so many different things that we yeah. were showing off there that uh, it was kind of hard to to get a sense. Yeah, I know that Child of Eden was probably the biggest thing that we had there. Yeah,
0: that was that was pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, Martin's not here, but yeah, he was saying that he almost made him weep. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: I was shooting it. I sat there with the, the camera. It's the first time I'd ever seen it, and yeah. I was getting goosebumps from watching it. It was. It honestly, it's something else. Did you talk me through what you saw because I wasn't there. So it's really hard to explain. Have you ever played Res? Yeah. But well, you know what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. It kind of looks similar, but it, on this massive screen in high definition, and the way he was doing it, and the and the audio, and like floating through space and shooting all these different things, these different motions with his hands, the audio was just just incredible. Um, and it just looks like an amazing <sighs> game to play. Yeah. We've got it now in the. We office, have got so it, so we I, need to crank it up and get it going. I yeah. can't wait to get that fired up, but. Mizuguchi, is a really nice guy. He is. Yeah. Uh, he did a really good presentation. He he gave up loads of really interesting information about the game and.
0: Including the fact that there's some kind of like corset peripheral that gives you feedback while you play it.
1: Well, he said that you can play it with the controller, or you can play it with the Kinect. The yeah. But if you have the controllers there, you can connect the four controllers and then put them in your pockets. Really? So it vibrates around your body, and they're developing a corset which sits with the controllers in, in different parts of the thing. So it's a whole sensory experience, <laughs> which he laugh, but it's actually it's actually a really good way yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. things. It's a different way of. Um,
0: well, there there used to be peripherals for like you know uh, FPSs that like if you got shot in the chest you'd feel mm. some kind of impact mm. or whatever. But it was you know it didn't work particularly well. Also, if I get shot, I don't want to feel the shot in a video game. No.
3: <laughs> it's like why would you want to feel that? Well, what was that? What was the scene that mine said made him made him weep? Was it the whale turning uh, into an Albert Into
0: a phoenix. Uh, into, into a, a phoenix, phoenix. Yeah. It's yeah. the boss battle, uh, and again, it's you know trying to describe it sounds pretty crazy. Mm. My I guess my only concern is is. Is it a little bit too far out there for most people to
1: get? I think that I, I was struggling to follow what was going on on screen. I think it's one of those that you really have to to interact with. But right. um, I don't know whether or not people will be like, I have to play this game, but I think when people see it and yeah, and hear it, and, yeah. then I think people will get drawn in. But it's definitely the first thing that made me consider. Actually, I might want to get a connect right to mm. just to play that. So I think in that terms, I think it it's sounds really like good.
3: a massive stoner game. Yeah, 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 I think it is. Yeah.
1: He said, "I mean, someone said it's like um, I don't remember where I heard that. It was like being wasn't on stage. That my, yeah. there's, there's Some guy said that was the best thing he's seen. It was like being high on every single type of drug you can imagine, <laughs> which we don't condone. No, of course. So, but we had Red River there. We, we had did Dirt, there.
0: Dirt Three. Like the, Dirt Three went down well on our stage. Obviously, people doing uh, time trials and, and like the guy who won Bizarre was uh, I think his name was Jamie." Absolutely hammered while he was setting the fastest time, which is like fair play if you can do that. So. Drunk driving, but he beat the developer's time. The only person from the whole I thought he did that on crowd. the other day
3: when he was sober. He did that when he was sober,
0: <laughs> but the fact he was still the fastest when he'd had like you know a skinful. He, he stank of booze, but he was still setting fast time. So, well done, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. well done, Jamie. But so. we had
1: other games there in the arcade report too, of course.
0: Yeah, and we had. Uh, games that were already out. Yeah, a bunch of games. Cars 2 that was being shown to the public for the first time. If you're, if you're following the movie, but yeah, I think yeah, probably Child of Eden is was, so, was the highlight, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to playing more. Um, now we've got it in the office, so
3: I thought Portal, it would be Portal 2 going into it, but Child of Eden. And Portal well, 2, I, I,
0: I guess you know what to expect from Portal 2. Yeah, whereas yeah. this was something totally. Unique. Yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. So, what about the movies? Obviously, um, well, we—I think the the secret movie was super, isn't it? And we'd already reviewed that on the site. But in terms of, like, terms the the kind of some of the movie stuff we showed off, what was your favourite?
3: Yeah, well, Thor Thor went down really well uh, amongst people, um, and obviously we had the two lead actors finally show up at our stage and have a chat, which was. Welcome, because yeah. I thought we were going to get eaten by Thor fans. Yeah, that, that was them. that was tense. So just delayed to, arrival.
0: In case you weren't there, we, we basically had a crowd of, I don't know, three or four hundred people waiting for 45 minutes for these guys to it turn It was kind
1: up. of intimidating, because they were on all levels
0: of this building. <laughs> yeah. They were on the balcony yeah. and the balcony yeah.
1: above, and just from every side. And it was just like, fuck, And, need and to get these guys Props here. to
0: our uh, presenter guy, uh, Christian, because he kept them sort of like, uh, well, kept them humoured with various jokes about his child and touching dogs penises
3: but yeah it was brilliant yeah yeah, but, I, I went out there with Mark Miller to try and bathe the crowd for a bit and, and I yeah. ran out of questions pretty yeah. quickly yeah after 10 minutes it's like okay I was reduced to asking Mark Miller what his favourite colour was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not cool what's no. your favourite colour <laughs> yeah um, so yeah they the, turned up. the Thor footage was good um, what else we, the, the woman in black teaser trailer that we premiered was I thought a great teaser
0: and that went really, down really well on the site as well So yeah
3: yeah, that was good. And the director filled us in on, on what And that Apparently, Daniel Radcliffe will we'll be doing a little bit of nudity in the film. A little really? Bit. Yeah, oh, well, like, it goes as, back as, to what as, you were saying. Yeah, as
1: I said last week.
3: Well done, Tom. So it sounds to me like
2: the focal point of the whole event was pretty much the IGN stage. Do you know what? We got so say. much feedback over
1: Twitter and, and Facebook over the weekend. Everyone seemed to love what we were doing. And props again to Christian, who did yeah. an amazing, amazing job. Yeah, he was good. Like He was so good.
5: Last he was really day. good as
1: my kind of side man. I really carried it along, which
0: <laughs> I thought was
5: good. Yeah.
2: So you, I mean, we
3: managed to get what most of, most of the guests. We managed to get them up on stage for, Pretty for much, a quick yeah. chat.
2: Who was he was, a, he was a kind of the best person that we got up?
3: Well, I was just going to finish. I was going to say, having spoken to all the audience though, and everyone around the place, it sounds like the best film was Attack the Block. They all loved right. it. Yeah, that was the feedback generally. Was so the, we had some people- clips on
0: the on the. Oh, Stand that people could watch. Yeah, and we
3: did a panel. We did a main panel as well for Attack the Block, an hour with Joe and and, and the cast. And, and yeah. yeah, everyone seemed to be really excited by that film, which I'm pleased because I've seen it and I've loved it. And we're we're yeah. going to really be championing it on the site for the next month.
1: But. And obviously, we are big fans
3: of Joe Cornish. And uh, yeah, I was kind of starstruck when
1: he was behind our stage. I had to just go over and say hello, yeah. even though I had no reason to say hello or anything. Just
0: yeah, it's a bit weird, like considering you've got like these big Hollywood actors there, but then you just got like Joe Cornish, who you know did a Channel Four program a while ago, and is now on on the radio but he going back to your point Stu he was the person I was most looking forward to Mm. kind of seeing and he was just a a nice guy like they had people up on stage and uh, one kid left his whatever it was signed uh, on uh, the table where he was signing and walks off forgot it so Joe ran across our stage and gave it back to him you just think
2: how cool is that what a nice man nice
1: guy so
2: the he was general, a great guest.
1: general feeling overall was that everyone there who took part was, was nice, I think. We had no problems with anyone. The comic book people are just so yeah. friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And absolutely. And just unbelievable.
3: Do you know who my favourite guest was? It was Dan Kilby. Yes. Hello. Hello. If I, if any,
5: hello, Dan. Hi. Oh, I should probably do something interesting. What? Did you think that I was gone forever? Oh, before. you keep on no, doing that. I've done that before.
1: So, yeah, Dad, you, would, you can leave now, mate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's been good having you on here. Where have you been, Dan, for the last half hour while we've been talking?
5: Um, sorting out some, like, a few little last bits of Capel bits and pieces. It's no. funny enough, that's what we're talking about good timing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who do you
3: think was the best guest?
5: Ah, oh, good question. Um, can. Oh, you kind of sprang up me. i I tell you what, I actually spent a lot of time with Tetsuya Mizuguchi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he was awesome. Like, He's a really, nice really nice guy. Really enthusiastic, and I mean, he'd been sort of obviously sort of flown in from Japan and been doing a load of stuff that week. And even I can imagine it was sort of like an exhausting week. He was still sort of so happy and yeah. friendly. So,
3: Duncan Jones is very generous with this time. I was about I to say the same right. thing. Yeah. And he, needs,
2: he needs to get a different T-shirt, though. He's wearing that Sid Vicious T-shirt quite a bit.
3: <laughs> and I, You could really feel the outpouring of love towards him from the audience when they're asking the questions and stuff. People really seem to dig what he's doing. Yeah. He
1: just seems to be such a genuine guy. He just yeah. seems like someone you could just go up to and have a good chat with, which mm. I'm sure you can. Yeah.
3: Um, My personal favourite, though, was actually um, the Saw guys, Yeah. James Wan and Lee Winnell. They were a bit... Um, they were a bit hungover, so it took them a while to warm up. But yeah. they were certainly the funniest people we had on stage. Yeah. I thought they were really making me laugh.
0: I, yeah, I, I I don't know which is which, but one of the guys, the Australian guy, was very funny.
3: They're both yeah. Australian.
0: Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah,
3: they went to film school together. But yeah, I I, I appreciated them the most. But.
5: And what surprised me about a lot of people is how long they'd sit there doing signings. I can imagine yeah. it must have just hurt their hands so much, but they just. You know, and that doesn't that doesn't
3: happen that normally. That really? was what was quite unique about this event, I thought. The people just sticking around for ages doing the... Mm signing for absolutely yeah. ages yeah, until all, pretty much we got through the end of the queue well, Duncan
0: Jones was around signing for at least yeah, half an hour so he before. still cut people off
2: he was
3: there with his girlfriend I spoke to her and she, I was like do you guys have to go She's like no we'll, we'll stay until you know, we've got through as much as we can yeah. there, there just, seemed to be yeah. a
2: genuine feeling of love from everybody for this event which I think it's yeah. terrific I mean props to Mark Miller for getting in there and, and you know mm. I mean, that, that Guinness absolutely. World Record
1: attempt that we had on our stage on Saturday was amazing amazing that'll be up on the site just to go check that out
0: yeah to sort of see it like so just to put it in context, first thing in the morning, obviously we just sat, finished setting up the IGN stand. Then Mark Miller just sat there on his own at a laptop writing script. And they were rushing like, in, just ignoring him, yeah. weren't they? they was like the loneliest man in the world. And I, I think we had a picture of him sat there on his own. But by the end of the day, we had like three tables and I don't know, 20 people all kind of doing panels together. And I haven't seen the finished product, but I can't wait to see it because you know it was an incredible thing to watch. Watching people.
1: Yeah, Yeah, ske- yeah like transfer, seeing the yeah. cover
0: being drawn, and you know, actually seeing Dave Gibbons drawing stuff like at first hand, at close range, and John Romita Junior. was like amazing stuff, amazing stuff, and and obviously they broke their world records as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah and that's a special well
3: charity issue of Superior that will be out in a couple of months. So yeah, we'll update on that as and when we know what's happening. Yeah, because I think
0: they're auctioning the the original, aren't they? But yeah. then they're putting the other one into production, so you'll be able to go and buy it in your. And it your even kind of features
3: a uh, an IGN reader, it does. Ben-
0: yeah. Benjamin Walker.
1: Yeah. So Benjamin uh, won a competition on IGN to be appear in the comics. So yeah. we're looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. He looked like Ryan Reynolds anyway. So do you, do you know who drew him? <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought or knew had, but he'd only drawn the cover. Yeah. So I don't know in the
5: end. Okay. I saw him being drawn, but I don't know who. By. So yeah. he's definitely in there. Yeah. Good cool. work.
0: Yeah. Good work. So anyway. what? What about any other kind of Kapow stuff that we may have missed?
3: I have some exciting uh, announcements from Mark Miller. Hit Girl's getting a spin-off, yep. which we'll all be reading. Yeah,
2: cool. Is she going to be older in it, or the same age, do we know?
3: He wouldn't say any right. more about that. He made enough. a few
2: jokes, didn't
0: he? But I think, yeah, he was talking about her working in some kind of like grocery store. But he wasn't being serious about no, that one. No, I, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. Right.
5: Movie X was super.
1: Yeah, we've had yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just give a shout-out to a guy called uh, Mark Drummond, who I met in the VIP drinks, who'd had his leg... Signed by John Romita Jr. because he'd had all he had John Romita Jr. art all over his leg and he tattooed got, tattooed right. sorry yeah and so he got John Romita to sign it and then he sent us an email earlier with the picture of the actually he'd had it inked as well yeah. so really? he's really finished right. that off now wow. yeah so his name's Mark Drummond according to Twitter he's a biology teacher so if he's your teacher <laughs> yeah. uh, he's cool awesome cool. Mr. Yeah, yeah, Drummond show cool. us your leg sir yeah show us <laughs> your leg Mr. Drummond show
5: us yeah I don't know if you've done the shout out but just to everyone that came down and supported us was like super awesome of I course. feel quite bad because there's a lot of people that uh, I like oh, how are you doing and I was just kind of rushing around in sort of a state of panic trying to get things <laughs> for two done. days yeah. 48 <laughs> hours worth of panic so if if I was short sharp or, sharp or snappy because if listeners if you were
2: there you you probably don't realise this but Dan basically organised the IGN bit by himself
5: he did do very well he well, was, done, it Dan. well awesome. done Dan he was pretty awesome He did uh, a good job mad uh, props to the team though Rich and Will yeah, Not of really course. Like
1: um, but something. yeah, I had a lot of people coming up and saying hello to us over the weekend. I was dishing out free hugs, left, right, and centre. Um, and apparently, I pay for mine. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. But when we would finished the podcast, we were a little bit harsh on Dan, and apparently a few people were coming up and asking us why we hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? You telling me that? No. Who was it? Yeah.
3: Apparently, people coming up going, "Why do you hate Dan? Can you stop being mean to Dan." We should explain that. We should have an hour-long podcast where we explain why we hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. a
0: painless. But that's the thing. We don't hate him. We love him.
2: We all we're always just together. jealous. We're all friends. Yeah. Just jealous of his handsomeness. Sometimes oh. I hate him. I all good stuff then. So that was uh, that was last week. Let's let's look forward now, shall we, and see what's happening in the next uh, week or so with regards to games and movies. Good idea. Yeah, sounds good to me, Tom. Uh, yeah, we've got a few games coming out next week. SoCOM is coming out, so we've
0: yeah. got that. Yeah. Is anyone interested in SoCOM? Mm, I find it hard to get excited about it.
1: Yeah, move enabled, all that sort of crap. Yeah,
0: but. Battlefield's on the horizon and yep. let's face it Battlefield is going to be the awesome. most amazing game yeah. in the world ever uh,
1: Operation Fleshlight Red River <laughs> I wish it was yes. <laughs> oh that um, sounds
5: like a flashlight on its period yeah oh, <laughs> uh, that's its new name that, sorry that looks awesome that was a kapow wasn't it yeah, I was, was. it was, was really hard it went it's, down it was went down hardcore. well
4: yeah. uh,
1: Portal 2 is out next week never, never, never heard of it any good yes you took it home I did took you? it home last night and it's, like, it's embargoed that was also awesome. a yeah. kapow so I can just say it's more Portal, it's more portal, and yeah. it's on a bigger scale. That's is it, so is it Mortal? It's Mortal. More portal. No, you know what is out next week. Mortal Kombat!
5: No one cares. Um, trust me, people are going to go mad for this game. 24 million awesome. people care. Yeah. I don't know where you got that stat from. <laughs> that was
4: your claim this morning, Dan.
0: Do you know what? If Mortal Kombat sells 24 million copies, I will throw myself off centre point.
1: <laughs> Do you think which, which is going to sell more, Portal 2 or Mortal Kombat?
5: Uh, I think Portal 2.
1: Portal Combat. That'd be yeah. good, wouldn't it? You think um, Portal is going to sell
5: more? Mo- I think Mortal is going to be incredible. Most anticipated game of April. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so.
1: But I'm really, really excited about playing multiplayer on Portal 2. So yeah. you know, no, we'll just no, to pack that out and have a go at that.
5: The,
0: the one thing I'll say about Mortal Kombat, Dan, is that the most recent games of Mortal Kombat haven't been that good.
5: What, DC Universe?
0: No, no, Marvel? no. Whenever the last Mortal Kombat came out, which is literally um, a while Armageddon. ago. Armageddon. So I, I just think, Obviously, the game's got its diehard fans, people like you, but I think to a lot of people, they just don't care. Um, why should they care? Tell me right now. Tell Tell our listeners why they should care.
5: Because it's... A fighting game which doesn't take you too long to get to learn your way around. It's not a Street Fighter where you have to practice for years and years to get good.
0: Right. So you see everything it's got to offer in the first five minutes. No,
5: no, no. You get you get a, you get a handle on it very early on, and that allows you to experiment more and then unlock more things as you progress. And then from a spectator point of view, because it's so over the top and gruesome and gory, it's something that's quite fun to just watch and take in. And then the storylines as well. The characters are really interesting. They're not just oh, sort of please. like it's they a fighting are fighting game. Yeah, but you have like demons and. Backstories, a Hollywood movie star, <laughs> demons, and backstory, <laughs> um, and they're just a they're just an interesting bunch of characters, and it's quite a terrifying universe as well.
4: Oh, I'm scared.
0: <laughs> but but don't you think it suffers from the Duke Nukem effect in that it just it seems like it's a game franchise that hasn't moved on with the times? Well, that was, a, I mean the the PS2 a Duke Nukem Duke Nukem, <laughs> which you also love. Maybe you haven't moved with the times. Though.
4: Yeah, yeah maybe Dan. One,
5: maybe I need to get a grip. Yeah, do. yeah. 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 update myself, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get into this web 1.0. Brilliant <laughs> stuff. And on the flip side, you've
1: got something like Portal 2, which is doing cross-platform multiplayer and all these different yeah. awesome things. Yeah. And you're... Is Mortal Kombat doing that? No. Doesn't want to. And you're excited about bloody Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Right, each to his own. But it's
5: entirely you can't compare the two. Cause they're different games. Mortal Kombat is a fighting game versus. All right, if
1: you're going to be buying both Mortal Kombat and Portal Two, let, get get in touch. Let us know on IGNUK feedback at IGN.com. Yeah, which is your favourite? Or, or, of course, you can do it uh, via Twitter, twitter.com slash
2: team IGNUK. Uh, and speaking of Mortal Kombat, has anyone seen the web series? No, no. no. Let's it's, move on to movies. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> a, there's a there's a sequel and a remake, both which look absolutely brilliant. Out this week, Chris? Yeah.
3: Yep some stuff I really can't <laughs> really? bloody wait for really <laughs> Fast and Furious 5 god well I guess you know what you're going to get and this yeah. one has the added edition of The Rock yeah yes well, I have,
0: again I haven't seen the film but I've seen the poster and it looks more like some kind of like full on action flick rather than t- to cars not really feature it anymore I think it's I think
3: this one's got more of a heist element in it because
2: they've all got machine guns set in, Brazil. Yeah. in the poster mm. it's like what
3: Yeah. It's oh, and again I haven't seen any of the Fast and I Furious I saw the first movies.
2: one and I actually quite enjoyed the first one for what it is right
3: they are what they are. Yeah. yeah. There's no point in really criticising them because... They're, st- they're like Saw films, aren't they?
2: They're obviously making money. Yeah. yeah.
3: They do. They make a hell of a lot of money. Mm. Bit of fun. Um, Russell Brand spends 100 minutes doing an impression of Dudley Moore, which is what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. This has
0: got to be the most pointless movie of the year, surely. Again, wow. the poster, oh my God, it just looks He's horrendous. He's a weird face, that man with that beard. He has, is yeah.
1: yeah. not he? He looks like the kid from Mask. You know, the, yeah. their movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's tough. That's harsh. <laughs> that is harsh. <laughs> you ever seen that, done? What? The film Mask, with sharing it. The not Mask? Not, no, not, not mask. the Jim Carrey film, no. Right, I'm mm-hmm. going to bring up a picture and show you anyway.
2: We, uh, what? So went... do we know, I mean, this is is this going to kill uh, Russell Brand's career stone dead in the States, this film? It's It was the film that killed um thingy in the Dudley States, Moore. wasn't it? It was
3: his last big film, wasn't really? it, in the States? Yeah, but that, that, it, was, it, a did, massive it hit, was phenomenally,
2: it was the films that followed that weren't so good for Dudley yeah, Moore. Yeah, it was a big
3: hit, and um, no, it's been a big hit in the States. Has it? He was at one and to two at the two, box yeah. office last week uh, with Hop and this. Mm. So Your Highness came out and it, it beat that. So yeah, he's he's doing I just, fine. Wow.
0: I just think that you know any kind of credibility he once had has now just gone out the window.
5: Well, what's so bad about this film? It's it a just it didn't, it
3: didn't need to be made. It's as simple as that. But isn't that the case for most films? And Russell Brand isn't as funny as Dudley Moore. No, he's not. And I love the original
2: film. I think it's got it's got everything. It's 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 quite sweet natured but it's it's got a really kind of sharp sense of humor in it. It's a lovely movie. Well I'm mm. I'm supposed that, to be
3: seeing it tonight. But right. I'm I'm dropping out cuz we've got our, we're going to have some Kapow drinks but I'm yeah. seeing Kapow! it Monday morning so I'll be able to report back how bad it is or Maybe it'll be funny, who knows? I doubt it. Yeah, but the trailer yeah, yeah. was terrible. Uh, Luke Bessel's got a new film out. There's yeah? another, yeah, there's a, his new movie is called The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanc's Sock. Mm. What's that so- then? French then, is it? Oh, I, shouldn't have tried. I should have practiced that before. Say <laughs> <laughs> so on the podcast.
0: Adele Blanc's Sock.
3: Um, I sent someone else see this because I was busy with Kapow, but they really enjoyed it. It's like a female Indiana Jones. So that sounds good. Oh, Croft. Some really good action sequences in it. Yeah. I think she has uh, her boobs out of one, in one scene, so that's good. All boobs? What
2: nipple and all? But apparently so, so. Can I just say for our <laughs> listeners,
0: uh, Tom is now showing a picture, a comparison picture, <laughs> of Russell Brand with the kid from Mask, which is really, yeah. really harsh.
5: <laughs> 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 Are
4: they, you can know, put them up on the podcast story. Oh, I do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Separated so at burn. can laugh along with us. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, that's that's apparently well worth a look, and we'll be having some um, video interviews f- with Luke going up next week. And what's the last film because I know nothing about it really Tom. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a it's a 3D movie about the Manx Isle of Man TT. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be quite good. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited about it. No, no, no. If you're into motorbikes and sort of motor yeah. racing and decent 3D films it sounds quite good. Mm. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: But the big film coming out this month is Thor and just a plug we'll be having our review going live on Sunday. I oh, should Thor, definitely which, check that out. It hits on Wednesday the 27th of I April. Think, are
0: we allowed to kind of hint at I think
3: so yeah it's good. Thor, it's blimey. Good. It's good. Well it yeah, counts as good, so
0: That's a news of it the
3: world you get quote. One, two, you know three,
5: it. four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> How many more of them you got? Um four for one and one for one for four It's <laughs> good.
3: I like that. That was thoughtful.
5: <laughs> right.
0: Anyway, enough of that. Let's uh, let's move over to listen listener feedback, shall we? Who's got the first piece?
3: Um I have uh an email from Nathan. He says Hello, IGN UK Firstly, I would just like to say Kapow was geek-tastic. The whole weekend was a treat. Thanks for making those days worth it. Your IGN arena was the shit. Good shit, not smelly shit. <laughs> that's,
1: that's good. It's
0: that's um, always good to know.
3: So if you came to Kapow in costume, he asks, who would you be and why? Ah, because we
1: had the um, cosplay. Yeah. yeah, didn't I, didn't I? yeah. Which was
3: won by Bane, which I don't think it should have been in hindsight. Why? No. I thought there were some much better outfits. I thought the penguin was fantastic.
0: He was, mm. but but we opened it up to the the. It, obviously it wasn't voted for by us, it was voted for by all of the attendees of Capow, so Super Ted. I think he Super Ted was funny, but yeah. again he he was there for last. But you're right, there were some amazing costumes there.
5: Cardboard box man. He wasn't cosplay
3: there, was it? he? he no. was He was advertising. Oh, was uh, he?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. He's the uh, Cyber Candy. He's their
5: kind of
1: mascot.
3: I would go as Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko. Oh, that's good. That's good. I love yeah. Donnie Darko. Yeah. yeah. We actually, my, my friends distributed it at Metrodome, and they have a Frank the Bunny costume, which I was, I was going to put on for my 30th when I had a, a film-themed party. But um, apparently it had been worn for two summers by various people, and it oh. just, oh. just smelled like shit.
0: Yeah, you don't want that, do so, you? Yeah,
3: that. I went. I went as Donnie in his skeleton gear rather than Frank.
1: I would do Alex from Clockwork Orange. Well,
0: that's good. Right. I think that's it's, a, it's yeah. an
3: iconic outfit. Yeah. Mm.
0: See, I'd like to do Batman, but I know I wouldn't do it justice. I'd be more <laughs> like Fat Man. So yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like having seen some of the early clips of um Batman live. It just looks a little bit pantomime rather than like The Dark Knight, yeah. and you just know that I'd look like that idiot. So.
3: <laughs> Stu, um,
2: John Belushi at the toga party in Animal House. I like it. <laughs> I like
5: it. <laughs> uh probably Johnny Cage. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, for two reasons. Number one, it's uh, quite plain, yeah. so you don't stand out too much. You can get to that's the whole the point of cosplay. And then number two, <laughs> only the hardcore fans are go, Oh, awesome! But it's, how it's, much it's, are those yeah. sunglasses? And I say five hundred dollars. Asshole.
0: Anyway, I've got a piece of feedback. Yep. Uh, so last week, we were talking... Was it last week? Anyway, we were talking about like the uh, question of the oldest FPS in history. Yep. Not in terms of the oldest one, but the one in terms of setting. So Aaron Gun- Gunningham writes in and says there's a Half-Life mod. Did we allow mods? I don't know. Called Battlegrounds. And apparently it's set in the 18th century. Uh, and you know when England were the baddies and they invaded America? Uh, as in Mel Gibson's Patriot movie. Mm, so, right. But that's a mod. Uh, I also got another email from... Uh, Will Cat, that's a bit of a weird name uh, he says uh, it's a game called The Darkest of Days which I don't actually remember no. uh, but he said it was released on Xbox 360 and it has as you pulled from the death of the battle of the Little Bighorn only to be transported through time to change history which leads you to moving mowing down Romans and swords and shields with your assault rifle we gave it 2 out of 5 on IGN. oh there you go so uh. it's kind of um, set in sort of Roman times but obviously we were talking about does that therefore mean it's uh uh, a swing-em-up, but no, you take, you're take <laughs> a, you're a assault, assault rifle with you, so
1: yeah,
2: there you right, go. Maybe out, that's
1: four it. Four out of ten, that's what we gave it.
2: Uh, Nerd Corner, last week we were talking about uh, the operating system on the Amiga. Because <laughs> yes. this is how we roll. I got an e- email here saying, uh, Hello, my name's Ian, long-time listener, first-time caller. I think the Amiga OS was called Workbench. Do I win anything? Oh, and please give a shout-out for me on Twitter as I need followers. I Chambers UK. Cheers! Ian Chambers, VP and Managing Director, International, <laughs> IGN Entertainment.
3: <laughs> so,
4: you know yeah. what? I, I actually Just a thought,
3: minute. I read that email when it came in to our mailbox, but I didn't read really who it was from. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to say what I thought. <laughs> it's from our boss, but he is
0: he is right. It was called Workbench. Yeah, it was. Um, so At least we know he listens. I yeah. guess his prizes. is <laughs> he, he can continue to listen to the podcast. Yeah, there more you Twitter go. followers. Can yeah. I have a
4: raise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chris, by the way.
5: Uh who's next? Um so I've got one from Dave Robinson. Hi guys, I'm gonna be at Glastonbury as well, so you should definitely do a meet and greet. <laughs> Is there a second one to go um, as well? Uh a question for you and the listeners. What songs or bands do you listen to whilst playing games? Um I don't We'll answer obviously. that we'll answer that in a sec, but okay. also Vincent Ratcliffe says he's going to Glastonbury and would like to do a meet and greet as well. Um you should do a video diary like an Amsterdam. I think you definitely should. You absolutely definitely should do that. Okay, that, do
3: yeah. that I'm up for. But I mean, it, me and Tom have not successfully managed to meet up with each other at Glaston before for four <laughs> years.
0: <laughs> Why is that? Do you get so no phone signal. It's right? no
3: phone signal, and the crowds right. are so big. It right. just you give up after a while, don't you? You sit there waiting for someone for 20 minutes and be like, "Sod this." There must be. And they're be. probably 10 yards away from you. But you should we get?
2: Should we get them a pair of walkie-talkies? Walkie talkies, we can yeah, do well, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always said a good. Get
0: idea, one of but... those bloody great flags that everyone's oh, got. get an you an IGN
2: flag. Around. We need an IGN flag. No,
1: yes, we'll try and sort something.
5: Yeah, we out. I don't know what, Let's how. It do. It's the IGN like... balloon. You should take the IGN balloon.
2: <laughs> you should take the IGN balloon. You'll have to take that bearded fellow in the sandals to blow it up.
3: All right, <laughs> we'll do an IGN meet and greet if we
2: can.
0: Yeah, you should absolutely
2: do. it Obviously, there's a lot of listeners that couldn't get tickets to Glastonbury. Maybe we should just all go camp out somewhere over the summer. Do an IGN or out. just outside the fence. Yeah. yeah, that's literally the worst idea I've ever heard.
1: So, anyone listen to music when they're playing video games? I, I always to like to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. I
3: listen to "You're the Best Around" by Joe Esposito on a loop constantly for hours.
0: Isn't he our comics guy?
3: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've not brought that up with him yet because I'm sure he's had it so many okay. times in the past. All right, but yeah, our comics editor it <clears> has the same name as the man who sang that from the Cry. <laughs>
5: Um, speaking of music, Avril Lavigne's new album is the shit.
2: No, Dan, I think you <laughs> right. don't need the word "the" in Dan, there. Dan, please, Dan, because
3: this makes me it's annoyed. just embarrassing. I want so to just you eating cake under my breath.
5: This is why we hate you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's like it's it's the perfect blend of Kesha and Taylor Swift. What?
3: What so you do all this different. for a right. None of this is real. Your your appreciation of that nonsense isn't real. I don't believe Can't it. Can't
0: be. Right, let's have another piece of listener feedback. This
2: is from Stuart Riley. Uh, subject, some dipshit who don't understand rugby. I'm going to read it out exactly as it <laughs> is here. Okay. Whoever Syed, they didn't understand rugby. Here is a brief explanation. Rugby is a game played by a lot of brutish men. The goal is to get the ball into the try zone at either end of the pitch to pass the ball. The ball has to go behind you to the next player and the line, so speed is gathered and turned into brutish momentum. Similar to a steam train to pass through the tacklers, also brutish, then either take the tackle or pop the ball off to another person in the line to eventually getting the ball in the try zone, full stop. Conversions <laughs> are kicks which turn the try into extra points by kicking the ball between the two posts, full stop. When they're a tackle, they all dive on each other. It's called a ruck. It's a big player bridging over the tackle to protect the ball. And a maul is when the ponts charge the protector over and over and push them away from the ball so it can be stolen and possess iron gained. Let me know if you want to clarify anything else. Also, small story for you. A friend of mine dislocated his wrist in a match. 20 seconds later, head popped his wrist back in, grabbed the ball and got within five yards of the try line. I then grabbed, smashed and dived and scored the try. Later in PE, we were playing football. A different mate dislocated his little finger And went off crying He heats me now as I followed him Popped his finger back in Told him to stop being a little pussy And told him to carry on playing (laughs)
3: Ah well done so while someone in this room might not understand the rules of, of rugby, I don't think this chap understands the rules of punctuation. Or no. <laughs> <laughs> <And that> was <laughs> all in capitalize
1: as well, so you should have shouted that. Yes. Yeah.
3: That was awesome. Thank, Thank you, for for yeah, you for that. Thanks for that.
0: Well, if you do want to understand the, the rules of rugby, then slow this podcast down and listen to each and every <laughs> word he says there. So.
2: I feel quite tired after that. You should do. I've
3: got, I've got an email from Edward Hearsome. He says, um, Hey guys, I enjoy the show, it's great to hear non-American voices on a well-produced, high-quality podcast.
1: Ah, oh, thank you. So so does he listen to that? this one as well? Hey! <laughs> hey. Chris M- Mohan, Mohan wrote in, said, How do, guys? First of all, I must say your podcasts are mint. Nice. I was just thinking that you, to make them complete, you need one extra feature, and this would be a retro review. I'm sure us old gits would love reminiscing, and the young bucks would be interested in a slice of gaming history. P.S. Give Dan a break. He ha- can't help being a gimp. <laughs> 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 Cheers for the sentiment. So yeah. retro review? I mean Stu, you've been doing a bit of retro reviewing with your Zelda and Yeah, my phantom hourglass. Yeah. I'm
2: on the ghost ship now. I've yeah. got to the ghost ship. I'm very excited. I'm loving it, and I am gonna go and buy a three DS Rock Arena of Time.
3: There you go. Mm. Maybe we should no. set our, our our listeners a challenge to, to play an old game or, or an old watch like an a old film club. that we recommend. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. Okay. I think an IGN film club's a lovely idea.
1: What was the one you watched last night, Chris?
3: What did I watch last night? The film. Oh, Choccy. What film? Oh, what, it was a TV series. Oh, really? A six-part TV series. that, Yeah, the, the writer of Saw said that it freaked him out as a kid, and it freaked me out as well. From, it was from 1984. And um, yeah, genuinely disturbing stuff. I, I, I bought it this week and rewatched it. And uh, yeah, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, you well, you that's go.
1: your mission for next week then, listeners. Yeah. Watch Chockey. £12 and...
3: in HMV. It's quite slow and dated. All
0: right, but, but yeah, creepy. email
3: him
1: with your thoughts to Chris.
0: <laughs> um, I've got an email from uh, Jesse Beale uh, who starts off by saying, Oi! Blimey. Wizard. I don't know why he says that. Anyway, greetings from Honduras, Central America. I'll be visiting another one for our map, Tom. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I'll be visiting Europe very soon. I was wondering if there was any gaming related. Well, he doesn't put any anything game Oh, anything game related. Sorry. He's put a uh, a hyphen in there when he shouldn't. Uh that's only available in Europe, but I should keep my eye out for.
5: Um Operation Flashpoint's out early here compared
0: to the US. Right, but it it's probably region locked so it won't work so he's talking about his PS3 is he, he says three about is. it being yeah. region locked
1: um, I don't know what he's what sort of suggestions oh, he's oh yeah he games for. on PS3 sorry maybe there's some sort of English type maybe come watch some cricket while you're here watch some cricket maybe
2: no, Brian Lara's boring. cricket game on PS3 you could have that couldn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah there and you rugby or, yeah, yeah rugby. the Ashes game yeah.
3: Yeah. does he know they're also rugby You can buy <laughs> one of them games <laughs>
2: that's good but in terms of anything kind
0: of huge, we pretty much these days we get everything everywhere, don't we? So.
2: I think you need to get a t-shirt that says, uh, my parents went to uh, London and all I got was this lousy t-shirt, because that never fails to raise a laugh yeah. when you go on holiday.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, and a tea. Union Jack hat. Yeah. Buy some tea. I met a nice girl in Brazil and she asked me to send her English tea, which and? I did. She loves it. Oh, She loved all of the tea, apart from one, but she didn't say which one. Yeah. Oh. And she's going to send me some Brazilian movies. Oh, that sounds like a better (laughs) trade. Amores
5: Peros.
1: That's
3: Mexican.
5: Just testing. (laughs) God. God. City of God. Uh, Any more listener feedback? I have one here. Um, (laughs) What was that? (laughs) uh, Greetings from Southern California. Oh, Um, lovely. So another one for the map. Do you guys have any idea what you're doing? Do you guys have any out-of-the-normal options? What? Do you guys have any out of the normal options you have to set up before a game can be played? For me, I cannot play a game unless I'm using inverted camera controls. Shane uh, That's, yes. yeah, Robinson yeah. is the same as that. I'm, I'm, Inver- I'm an invert inverted. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well. oh yeah.
0: man, it does my nothing. Why? It makes sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't it make any sense. It does. It does. It 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 does. I had, I had
5: an if it made sense, then it would once. be... The uh, default control set. Well, it no should be, but it's not.
3: Yeah. Oh, Dan you, had an engineer explain this to him once. Yeah,
5: he's a motor engineer or something. and he, so said, he knows nothing when about you push up, when you, A plank of wood, right? If it was balancing and you wanted it to touch the roof, you'd push it downwards to go up. And yeah. it's the same principle. Yeah, exactly. That's But you're that not flying sense. a plane. Well, no, no we we're pushing up a plank okay. of wood. No.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm always
1: an invert. Look, I always like to have the sensitivity quite high as well. But Right, yeah.
0: No, I I go for default across the board. Yeah. Nah. Although, anything,
2: anything else? I mean, what about what in-game music versus effects music? Do you have those positioned differently? like with the
1: music. Is. Sometimes I turn the music off
2: completely. Yeah, so l- I literally effect.
1: I don't touch
0: any settings, even if it asks me to calibrate the color on my telly, so I only see an outline of something. Fuck that! I can't be bothered. Just press a button, get me into the game. Fair enough. Right, there you go. That's what, Alex. What about
5: yeah. um? If you have the options for subtitles on or off? Off. Why um, would you ever turn them on? Sometimes, Unless you're deaf, obviously. If you can't hear it properly. Sometimes, in some games, I find it easier to read the subtitles and actually hear what they're saying because it's a bit muffled. I, I, I don't
1: often don't follow what happens in a cutscene, so nah. if I can read it right, I, I can. If I don't have to listen to it, I can Do just you bother read with cutscenes?
5: No no. no, no. Always. Nah. It's, it's crucial to the story. Otherwise, nah. It's not... nah. Do you know you what?
2: They're, they're the st- you're not there for the story. You're there to shoot somebody in the face. No, but, but i
5: like to know why I'm doing it. But I <laughs> would
0: say, um, and there have been games that have been guilty of this, that give away what you have to do in the cutscene. If it's not explained to you without uh, outside of that cutscene, it's a poorly produced game, in my opinion. Mm, interesting. So, Readers, let go. us know
2: what you think about that. Are cut scenes, should cutscenes be integral to the playability of the game, or should they just be a bonus?
0: And in terms of like cutscenes that you can't skip, that is one
5: that of is the worst crimes yeah. in the Especially world. Especially if there's a checkpoint before that cutscene, so you have to watch Gears it. Gears of War die. 1 was the the worst oh. case for that. Oh my good lord.
2: IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com, let us know what you think. Yeah. I've
1: got a couple of picture corners here, just to whiz through. First of all, Connor Halsey wrote, wrote, and he's the guy who did the text speak,
2: that you wrote oh, out oh wicked
0: I love him man he's yeah. so
1: awesome he said L- he loves how you read out my first email in the text speak voice but I don't speak like that he sent us in an image of his gaming setup and he wants to know what we think I think it's kind of cool isn't it yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean so it's hard much. to see what it is but there's like an oh. Xbox um, two computer screens wow. a Red Dead Redemption poster big desk but yeah. I'd like I'd like a really to send in that gaming setup yeah. Yeah. Good see, idea. What they, see what they that's look like that's a really like. good idea definitely yeah.
3: um, prize for the best and prize for the worst yeah probably yeah. I feel sorry for you yeah
1: So he's got an Apple sticker on his PS3. Yeah.
0: Um, He's got a custom uh, Xbox Face CR. (laughs) Do you want to do it?
3: Do it, tech speak, Alex. Uh...
0: I can't. <laughs> I can't. I wasn't on
3: that podcast, but that genuinely made me laugh when I listened to it. Oh, I'm
0: pleased about it. So, no,
3: so, but I
1: like the idea of that. Um, yeah, absolutely, Send in your yeah. gaming setups. I'd love to see what uh, what it looks hmm. like. And also send in you your address so we can come around and burgle you as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, got another bit of uh, picture feedback here. This is from Ben Hargreaves who just had his appendix out. He drew us a picture of that
4: that's really good oh.
1: Oh, Jesus
3: I think that's actually medically what's, very what's accurate what's happened
1: is
0: that is
3: the appendix uh, he's holding or is the his appendix and, yeah. Yeah, and
1: he's holding his thumb up to say okay. he's out we, we should we put
3: that up. on the uh, site so people can see that did he
1: do it himself uh, yes he's done that whilst he was in hospital no so, I meant did, right, he, did he take his do appendix? appendix
3: oh, no, no, oh. Uh, no that's someone
1: else's hand committed. it looks oh, a little see. bit like the uh, the scene from uh, Temple of Doom uh, yeah mm. and last but not least Matt Taylor sent in a picture of a baby human centipede genius but it's safe work so don't worry yeah okay
2: yeah look at that that's brilliant oh,
0: that's
3: God, that dis- head that's is that's disturbing awesome. yeah. so it's
1: a doll that's been modded but uh, mm. it's a terrifying image yeah um, so there you go thanks for sending your pictures you, I will, in I will that. send
3: that to the director of Human Centipede and see if we can get some feedback from yeah, him yeah do do that'd be awesome um, so, that,
1: so that's it then um, just so going to set up a competition and then we're done okay then so so, so uh, uh, Kapow we gave away a big uh, bundle of prizes to the person did, on the stage. Yeah. But we also have a uh, mirror bundle to give away to we you listeners back. of the yeah. podcast. So, if you want to win uh, a, a Disney's Epic Epi- Mickey canvas from GB Posters, if you want a limited edition Tron Evolution for Xbox 360, uh, including uh, a, a light cycle and an action figure, we've got a copy of Kick-Ass on Blu-ray to give away, we've got a t-shirt from Insert Coin to give away, and a Mizuguchi signed print to give away. So lots of stuff. Yeah, so if you want to win this send us an email to ignukfeedback at ign.com with your kapow haikus and the best kapow haiku that we get will wins win wins the lot yeah and we will announce this next week on next week's, on next podcast. week's
5: podcast so yeah. you'll need to be over 15 yes 15. you need to be over 15 okay. to okay.
1: enter and there will be a set of terms and conditions on the podcast story so
0: that, was, that voice of reason there was Dan thank yep. you Dan thank you um, but Mark, yeah so I guess in terms you. of so we record the podcast on a Thursday Yeah. Um, although it's bank holiday next week oh
2: Goodness, make it the week after next, because we're recording from my house on Tuesday. Okay, so let's yeah. do it in two weeks' time. So You've got two weeks, weeks to time. enter.
0: So the deadline uh, for entries will be the, let's say, what, the 27th? No. <laughs> let's 28th. Say. 28th is a
2: Thursday.
5: 20, know, when, yeah, 28th. I get married. Oh. Yeah, 28th.
2: L- lunchtime on the 28th? Yeah, well, it's all be in the terms well, of no, anyway, Can I Can I just say,
0: it? sorry, but Friday, that Friday is a bank holiday as well. Yes. So the podcast will be going up on the 28th. Okay. So you'll probably yeah. record I'll it. I'll
1: put
2: the terms and conditions
1: in the podcast.
0: That's
2: why exactly. I said the 26th. This is absolutely painful. Yeah. yeah. That's it then. Um, listen out for the next podcast. Everybody is going to be steaming drunk. Except for me. And no, we're, is- we're, we're yeah. forcing you to get drunk it's going to you be s- you said, you've said you said to me Dan I don't see any point in drinking alcohol unless you're going to get absolutely smashed I'd love to see <laughs> <girl> <laughs> said you that. said He'll that get to me the other week his skull. so we're going to get Dan battered and we're going to do it from my house uh, which should be fun yeah that's it then so yeah, yeah uh, IGN UK podcast after hours next week yeah um, Yeah. thank you
0: once again for listening if you like what you hear then please give us a good rating on iTunes and uh, we'll be back next week same time Yep. bye bye bye